Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. What comes to your mind when I say the word integrity? I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley. They run our marriage department. And Greg, what do you think it means to have integrity first as a person and then within the, the marital relationship? Yeah, I think of two things. One is sort of a, an authenticness to where I'm willing to be known, that I'm willing to be an open book, that mm-hmm. I'm not keeping secrets, that I'm letting Aaron see who I really am. Because that's that's scary for a lot of people. If, I, if you really see who I am... Yeah. Will you love me? So it's it's hard. I think the other part is then there's a consistency. Who I am when it's just me and Aaron or me, Aaron, and the kids is the same when we're around other people, when we're out in public. My father, great example of this, that he was a, a well-known author, speaker, mm-hmm. and, I, and people would say, what was that like? And, and what was he really like? And I would say, you know what? Honestly, who he is up on that stage is exactly who he is at home. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's a big part of integrity for a marriage and a family yeah. is that it's not like, hey, I'm a pastor and I'm like this in front of the congregation, but man, at home, everybody's just being destroyed by my actions mm-hmm. and my words. And so I think being authentic, being consistent, that's a part of that integrity mm-hmm. within a marriage. I appreciate that. Let's go ahead and hear some more about integrity in a marriage. Joshua and Raquel Rogers have... A pretty amazing story of learning to be honest with God and with each other. Here they are now with Focus President Jim Daly. There was a couple that caught your attention. Why did they catch your attention and how did you respond to them? Well, it was before I got married. You know, when I I did not believe really in marriage. I, I said I did, but I <laughs> what did a not. Great be- candidate, Raquel. <laughs> way to go! You caught the guy. That's right. So I didn't. I didn't believe it was. It was something that was safe. And I met this couple, and it was Sean and Beth, and I we went to church together, and they just loved each other. They brought me into their lives, and I saw them walk through difficulties together, parenting. I saw them have you know disagreements, and they managed to through all of this stay in love. And I mean, there was a strong care for one another, and it was rooted in Jesus, and there was passion, and they were funny, and they were the ones in the back of my head that always told me. You can believe in love. It's real. And that's what we want for our marriage today. Uh, We want people to see you can meet God in the messiness of marriage. And we are not afraid to do that. So the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's right. Mm -hmm. Lay it out there. The good, the bad, and the ugly is where you can find him everywhere. And And there's freedom in that. You know, when we pretend you're only hurting yourself or your marriage or your kids and the people around you, when you're honest, and Joshua can talk about the integrity interview, he really, it was a turning point for him, especially to look around uh, to interview some of his friends and the people close in his life and say, what, is, what am I like? What am I really like? Mm. What is it like to be my friend? Or, you know, you can talk more about that, but... Uh, so I actually, when I was in my second year of marriage, I was, um, and uh, to be clear, Raquel and I have always liked each other. There's yeah, always okay. been passion. Yeah. Sometimes, it's good to hear. sometimes it's misdirected. Um, but I was in a small group with a couple of guys, and one night we were talking, and one of the guys said to me, I was like, hey guys, do you, is there anything in my life, you know, that you think my, when I should change? And uh, my friend Pat said, you know, the way you speak to Raquel sometimes really embarrasses me. And 
I thought, what? She now, did is... you ask the question expecting I'm Mm-mm. clean, I'm good? I, with him, I said, you know, Pat, you're just too nice to me. And I, I'm, I was like, I'm going to give it a try, though. And I asked him, and he immediately told me, um, the way you speak to Raquel really embarrasses me. And I was so shocked because I was like, her? She's the embarrassing one. I didn't realize that I actually had something going on. And so my other friend talked about this book, uh, Integrity by Dr. Henry Cloud, and this idea of an integrity interview where I would go around and ask questions of friends and say, what is it really like to be on the other end of my life? So I talked to five people. The first one was Raquel, and you know she's crying, and she's saying the things that I've heard before, and I'm taking notes and smiling and nodding politely and not defending myself. But I walk away from it, and I've been there, heard that. But what broke my heart was the next four people because they said 80% of what she'd said. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment. That was a huge moment for me and a turning point because I actually thought for the first time, and I'm not trying to be funny, she may actually be right. I mean, like, maybe she's right. That was huge. I think that there are spouses that never get to that point. Yeah, it's a great point because mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right. And uh, just being vulnerable, I guess that's called humility, right? And it was amazing that God even mm-hmm. gave me the grace to be humble like that. Well, let's speak to that because I'm sure there's listeners who are going, okay, I'm connecting with what you're saying. But you have two paths in front of you at that point. You can hear your four friends affirm what Raquel has said, and you can get heart of heart. Mm-hmm. Or you can be supple and say, okay, I'm blowing it. What do I need to learn? Speak to that other kind of way you could lean did you have that feeling at first did you have the wait a minute the rigidity did that spring up i was a mix of angry and depressed after those two weeks because the first thing you want to do is turn on them you just don't get me you don't understand let me explain myself yeah i'll explain (laughs) but the thing that i was told to do if i was going to do the interview is don't defend yourself Hmm. well you are an attorney (laughs) that's right that's got to be really hard oh it was really hard (laughs) Uh, it's been hard on her being married to an attorney um it's hard on all of us (laughs) (laughs) because i'm always trying to make my case but the thing is is i want jesus i love jesus and i love jesus so much that i'm willing to meet him in my marriage I've I've come to see after 12 years, I'm really in writing confessions, the thing that hit me as I, I knew where the book was going, but I was not prepared to see just how much Jesus had manifested himself in this amazing woman who's sitting here with me. I didn't realize that all of the headbutting, all of the love that we had and the fun times and the kids and the hard times and the crises we went through, he was there. And I all of a sudden realized it's you, Jesus. That was you. And I think that was probably the first, because after those first two weeks, there was a part of me that stopped and said, God, is there something that needs to change here? What, what needs to go on? And I, I just pursued Jesus in it. And that's what made the difference. But those are all the right decisions. That's what's so good. And I guess my earlier point was men don't always, even in those circumstances, we don't make those right decisions. Yeah. We make wrong decisions. Well, and I think we that's can't. where we suffer. But really, this wasn't overnight. I mean, yeah. he did these integrity interviews in the first couple of years of our marriage. But, you know, year after year, we have opportunities every single day to turn around. It's in the little things where we get to practice. Okay, I'm going to choose life. I'm going to choose humility. Okay, here's an opportunity with my kids or my wife to um, just 
come exposed before the Lord. Here I am, Lord. There's some weaknesses. There's some sin. There's some things that need transformation. Um, and so here I am. I can mm-hmm. I can bring God into it. A lot of times we just try to live life on our own and, and try to fix these things on our own. But that's just not how it's supposed to be. Well, and I think we come to marriage. We come to marriage with these ideas of who we are. Mm-hmm. and who we're going to be as a spouse. And we show up, and that's probably, you know, for most of us, it's shattered. And we have an opportunity. We either face that and face who we really are and grow closer to God and closer as a couple. And if we don't, then what we do is we skip out on intimacy. Yeah, You can't be intimate with one another fully if you are not fully open with yourself, open with the Lord, and open with each other. If you want intimacy, that's what it takes. So for the the man or the woman out there who shuts down and says, I'm fine, I'm not going to take this from him, I don't need to hear this, Um, I'm not the one who's going to be the first to change, well, you just forfeited intimacy in your marriage. Well, that took a lot of courage for Joshua to ask his friends about how he was treating his wife. I mean, um, that's going out on a limb for a lot of people. Uh, Aaron, the natural tendency, my natural tendency, would be to get defensive when I don't like what I'm hearing from my spouse. How do we avoid that? It's first and foremost recognizing, hearing what my spouse is saying. If I'm getting defensive, something's getting triggered in me. Mm-hmm. And so if Greg is trying to give me feedback, which is valuable, and I'm getting defensive, I can absolutely say, hold on, I need to go take care of me get my heart back open because I'm triggered. I'll be right back. And that's a loving thing to do just to go take some deep breaths, really check in. What am I feeling? What's getting triggered here? And then three days later, no, 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 no. I know there are people out there going, that's exactly how it would go. But it's, it's, it's being integrous and coming back and re-engaging saying, okay, I really want to hear this. And it's believing that whatever he's sharing is for the benefit of my own growth and the marriage. Now, the 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 thing to be aware of is he is not my source of truth. He has feedback for me, and I love that I have the source of truth in Christ, and so I can take his feedback and go immediately to the Lord and go, Lord, is this true? Convict me. Mm-hmm. And if it's true, then I want to own it and change my ways, yeah. turn from it. Well, I appreciate that. Um, you're talking about a couple of things. One is... Um, a commitment to not rely on my spouse and a recognition that um, if I'm getting upset, I might need to go spend some time praying and just asking God to speak to me because um, those words I just heard don't line up with something inside of mm-hmm. me. And so, God, is that true or not? Is that kind of what you're yeah, saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot of uh, benefit to being reflective, to taking a time out. Seriously, uh, just a short time out and trying to work things out. If you're getting stuck, though, in this kind of a thing, if you're trying but it's difficult to be honest with your spouse, um, get in touch with us here. Our team of caring Christian counselors can uh, kind of talk through some things with you and offer a professional referral to a counselor in your area. They'll also be happy to share about resources that we have, and they're just a phone call away. 800, the letter A, and the word family. And uh, Joshua Rogers' book is Confessions of a Happily Married Man. Uh, Greg, you wrote the foreword to that book, and we're going to send a copy of it to you for a gift of any amount to the work here 
at Focus on the Family. Donate today, ask for your book, and if you need to, please uh, don't hesitate to ask for some time with one of our counselors. Our number and all the details are in the show notes. And the Rogers will be back with more of their story next time. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the rest of the team here, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.